buenos días. Bienvenido al episodio 92 of the of the Sunday Conversation podcast. Did you, you look like that, that up ahead of time like or did you make that? it up? Well, I mean, I've been practicing. No, dude, that's that's hello. Um, yeah, today, I know what I know what you were um, saying. I'm, well, but I didn't know well, if it was legit welcome, or not. Well, welcome to episode uh, ninety three or ninety two of the Sunday Conversation podcast. Very nice. Um, hosted by um, us. A Tales, right. myself, uh, presented by Loyalty Liquors. Yep. Um, shout out Trev um, because he's just absolutely loves the fact that we're still crushing this thing. And uh, yeah, shit. That's they, they've, uh, you know, from the beginning, he just like, he could, he could just couldn't believe it, really. It's like, geez, you guys are really doing something. So, uh, that's our that's our sponsor who's saying that. So uh, it's always good to hear that. Um, you know, contract renewals coming up at episode one hundred, Trev. So yeah, it's funny because he actually wants to be on episode one hundred. So maybe we could we uh, can make that happen. Yeah, I, I I told him I know somebody who knows somebody who could probably could make, make that, that happen. happen. Yeah, for sure. But uh, how are how are you, bro? How was your week? Uh, good. Well, I mean, I heard I heard myself last Sunday. <laughs> I still am not 100%. In fact, I was pretty fucking sick Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, well, I, I could actually, I could tell you exactly why that you uh, you got sick. It's probably because you um, indulged yourself pretty hard. That's 100% why I got sick. I, 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 didn't eat, I didn't eat one healthy thing. I didn't sleep one full night. I drank almost no water, and I drank a ton of fucking alcohol over the course of four days. That's why I got sick. I mean, I'm no listen, I talked about it last week. Thanksgiving week is my favorite week of the year. So if I end up getting a little sick at the end of it because I went too hard, that means I, you know, did Thanksgiving week to the level that I am comfortable Ball don't with. lie. I don't lie. Last year I got COVID at the end of Thanksgiving week. So, you know, uh, I know how to make Thanksgiving week great. Um, that being said, I feel fine today. Uh, my voice for whatever reason is like the last thing that really hasn't come back and I have a touch of a nagging cough, but it is what it is. Um, overall though, week was good. Work was good. Work was busy this week. Uh, but then also not busy the last couple of days, which was kind of nice. Uh, treated myself yesterday. Actually treated myself Everyone just kind of perfect storm. I think I've talked about it on here in the past, but I'll bring it up again. Shout out my uh, my people at the Wine Thief in New Haven. They get, uh, I think they get a six pack every year, Bartolo Mascarello Barolo, which the state of Connecticut, I think only gets four six packs uh, every year. So, you know, about two nine liter cases to go around 24 bottles and, and they save two bottles for me every year. So this makes five years in a row now that I have uh, I have at least two bottles of uh, I think 2013 vintage I have four bottles of, um, so I went and picked those up yesterday and they and you know I won't say numbers that they give me a hell of a deal uh, on them which I I truly appreciate, and then I got home and uh, right before you and I started talking you showed me your coffee and I showed you my coffee and then which also made me realize that I showed you a picture yesterday of the. Uh, the Bialetti Mocha Express that I bought, my espresso maker that I bought, of course, you know, being the one-time hype beast 
that I was. Hey, once a hype beast, always a hype beast. I have a feeling that like that, like nature of my personality may be resurfacing a touch because I could have bought a Bialetti Mocha Express for 40 bucks off Amazon, you know, stainless steel, beautiful machine. You know, you have one, uh, you know, great, great little machine. So instead, I spent $160 and bought the Supreme branded one with the only difference being is it's red and it's a Supreme down the side of it. And uh, you know what? I A little retail therapy a couple of weeks ago, I was, uh, you know, I wasn't in, you know, in the best mental place. And so I did a little retail therapy and look, it worked. I feel great. But the funny part of that is, hey, we're showing each other. Go ahead. I was going to say that. Oh, oh, you're showing each other our coffee. We're showing each other our coffees that we bought. And I have $160 Vessel <laughs> Maker sitting on my counter because I didn't fucking buy any yeah, but coffee beans ahead of time. How good that would look just right out on a nice, like, sub white subway tile kitchen countertop. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, you know? Yeah. it's like you'll have that baby forever. Oh, yeah. As long as, long as you don't explode it or anything. I um, think this one might be, this one may be thermal shock proof because it's metal. You know, the, the French press, actually, Richie sent me a funny DM because I posted a picture of, of the bottles of wine and that and the, the uh, espresso maker on Instagram yesterday. And Richie DM me and said, is that a fresh press? I was like, yo, nice one, Rich. That's a good one. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, my week was good, man. You know, now we're getting ramped up for, um, you know, holidays are right around the corner. Ashlam's coming home on Thursday. So pretty pumped up about that. First time I've seen her in a year, uh, so that'll be good. But uh, all in all, things are good, buddy. How was your week? Uh, dude, great in terms of uh, just fucking surfing. And we went to a new spot, and then we actually came back to this old where we are now. Um, so we we were in t- – last week we were talking, we were in Tunco, and um, we – we took a trip down to dude, the fucking jungle, okay. like not really the jungle. I mean, like a very remote area. They call it the quiet East of, um, of El Salvador. And, uh, it's, it's basically like, it's called, uh, El Cuco, okay. C-U-C-O. And it's this badass little town with this magnificent fucking beach, dude. Like, so here was sort of the issue that it wasn't really an issue at all, but we left here. And the only thing we knew is there was no ATMs in the town. Okay. So we got dropped off. We talked to a bunch of people. Everyone's just like, Oh man, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Well, it is fucking gorgeous, but there's also like no Wi-Fi in the town, mm-hmm. no place to rent a scooter, no place to rent a car, no nothing. So like we got there and uh there's there's this little beach called playa las flores and um each of the flowers yes yeah and uh it was the coolest little like it was almost like a football field long with cliffs on the left side cliffs on the right side and then just these like lean-to style like huts sort of that were like restaurants Dude, the fishermen came off their boats, their little pangas, with these massive fresh shrimp, and you just fucking got you cook them, you get them right there, yeah. buy them, they cook them for you. So it was so sick. That was like the day we got there, 
and we just hung out there all day kind of i mean it was in like the afternoon so you know whatever we watched the the sunset and went back to our spot and then the next morning we woke up super early and we went and got breakfast and we also went to try to find some wi-fi mm. and so we ended up finding like we went to this really nice like resort that was like tucked into the mountainside and we they're like sorry if you don't have a reservation you can't come in so then we went to the next spot and uh oh, meaning like a reservation to stay there yeah yeah yep. like the, yeah 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 and uh so then we went to this other spot next to it, it was so nice and uh we, like walked up the steps and we were like uh desayuno which is breakfast and uh they're, they're like cc so we sat down looked on our wi-fi found out they had wi-fi got the wi-fi password so then we were able to like because basically what happened was like we could we we asked all these people the first day like scooter rental car rental nothing 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 so we were like this kind of is like a jam to be in because it's it's like great for exploring there but like sure you can't because like so so we ate breakfast and we just walked like three miles all the way down this beach to this place called La Tortuga Verde, which is like this uh, turtle hos like hospital. It's like a turtle lay uh, egg laying beach. Yeah. So they like try to they try to keep it like really nice and it's owned by this American guy. It's a super fucking badass place. Like everything you'd think of, like the palm leaf roofs on these like cool cabanas with, um, you know, like hammocks and every single one of them and. So we just chilled there all day. And then um, the next day we ended up coming back here. We were supposed to stay there for another day, but it was just like shit. Like it was so old school that it was like, for one, I like nobody spoke English. So yeah. it was like, whatever. So we found a couple of people that did and whatever. We had a great time, but either way, it was like all we needed there um, so we like cut our stay short a, a night there to come back to this fucking surfer town because it's just like, it's fucking cool here. This place that we're at right here, Tunco, it's like just a little gated community. It's pretty much all tourists. So, um, you know, it's like, it's, it's fun. There's restaurants everywhere. Sure. It's not like you can get whatever you need, but, um, so this is the best part of this whole fucking story. We made friends with, of course, like the mayor of the fucking town here in Tunco. His name is Wyo, and he owns the only surf shop. He owns two surf shops. It's called Wyo. He rents scooters. He does all the day trips. Either way, we started renting shit from him. Next thing you know, we're hanging out with him. And so he, like, we've just been going to him for everything. Like yeah. we needed a ride down to Cuco. So we were like, Hey, can you bring us down to Cuco? He's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like, I take, I usually, he like subs it out, yeah. but like he runs the shop. His wife stays there. They got like, you know, seven employees. I know pretty much everything about him and you'll understand why in a second. So he drove us down to Cuco on whatever, how many days ago, you know, three days ago. And it's like a two and a half hour trip, 125 bucks. Okay. So we get there. I give him a nice tip. 
all was good and well. He was like, enjoy it. It's like so sick. It was like the next morning that we were texting him, hey, can you come pick us up from this place? So basically we got there. We realized our situation. We kind of didn't. How, like how far is this? Like two and a half hours, three okay. hours away. So decent trip. Okay. Yeah. So next, um, we're, he's like, yeah, absolutely. I'll come get you. So I'm like, perfect. Good. That's settled. Now we got to ride out of here. Cause I don't know how the fuck we we're going to get out of here. Hmm. You know, other, otherwise I'm sure, you know, somebody would have brought us, but just being down there and like, you know, it's like this guy, we know he speaks English. He's awesome. So Wyo comes and picks us up. What a um, fucking guy, man. I'm going to be making oh, five yeah. hour round trips for you fucking for you guys. Well, now, I love you guys. You would, maybe you would if you saw the way we fucking tipped. And Thank now if this is all the reason why yeah. I'm like happy that I did that because it it put us up on the list. Yeah, no shit. So he comes and picks us up. And we go down to we drive down the street to Las Flores. So this isn't like a taxi trip. You know, this is like now like our buddy came to pick us up. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Fuck. He's like, I want to go check out the beach. We're like, fuck, yeah, let's go down there. So you can either you can either just call the point we're at. It's the ocean, and we're at um, Cuco. Okay, yeah. you can either drive north and get, go north, like whatever, an hour, and then take a left, head head uh, west. All the, and then drive all the way up the coast back to where we were. We were okay. way west. Is it was where Tunco is. There is a four wheel drive road. Okay. So like, like four wheel drive only. Yeah. Okay. Bad road. Yep. That goes the whole coastline east. I'm sorry, directly west. Yeah. Through. A national park, okay. which it wasn't like huge, but it was big enough. And then another couple miles till you get to a town. Call it like, fuck, dude, maybe every bit of 40 miles. He's like, I haven't done it in 10 years, but we should do it. Let's go this way. At this point, we're like, fuck. He's like, I got four wheel drive. We're like, shit, yeah, whatever. He's like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Beggars so can't be choosers either, you know? We start going, Aaron. And it's like a rocky road, rocky, bumpy. Dude, I'm talking like a shitty road in a third world country. Okay? <laughs> this is like, like a shitty world. They, they, like... They, would call this, they would call this a class five road in Vermont. So like class five, meaning you ain't dragging a fucking trailer in there. Yeah. It's like there could be big fucking rocks. There's shit in the way. It's slow going. So we start driving, driving, driving. And way out there is this place called Punta Mango Resort. It's this unbelievable surf break. So you can get to it. and People go to it down this road all the time. But it's just bumpy as fuck. So we start going and we start going. And now we're going for a while. It's been like an hour. You know, we stopped at these two two really fucking cool badass like lookouts like gorgeous um uh keep going keep going 
and now we're like deep like and uh keep going and now we get to this we pass the punta mango resort and we yeah. come up to like this there's another little hostel out there it looks really cool now we were supposed to go right right there but we went straight mm-hmm. so we kept going and we kept going and we get up and then we get on this fucking shitty road like hadn't been used and he kind of looked and turned at us and like oh like i don't think this is the road but we kept going and all of a sudden mm-hmm. we blew out a tire left front tire no. blown out no. so i go i'm just like he looks at me and he was like fuck in the and the thing was is aaron earlier in this trip we we're already talked i i put it to the universe i manifested it by accident yeah i, I said something like i was like fuck you get a pop tire out here it's fucking not good we pop a tire i'm like you got a spare he's like yeah i got a spare bro don't tell me it's a donut no 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 (laughs) it was a fucking spare tire that was completely bald (laughs) with the fucking with like the wire showing he goes "It's, it's not very good we look at the map we're exactly fucking halfway so we had to so all right here here let me let me finish so where we popped the tire it's going downhill yeah so i get out of the car at this point like i i get anxiety sometimes because i'm like the most prepared human on earth like right. i have 1400 brand new fucking tires that are brand new are not gonna pop and then i have a brand new tire on like i don't go out somewhere you know so either way that's just me and that's that's what i've been um i guess you could say blessed into the situation of and um that's but that's how i am like mentally my dad is a very prepared person so like either way i'm just prepared so when i get into a situation where like there's ill preparement it like kind of pisses me off and gets me a little bit like you know angsty so obviously I'm with my fucking champ of a fucking woman and I, she, you know, whatever. So we get out and I'm, and I, I'm like, now I'm directing the fucking the show now. I'm like, so we back up, I get them to back up. I'm like, we'll fucking have this changed in 30 seconds. So he's looking at his Google maps to see like where he missed the turn, but we obviously know where we missed the turn. And at that point I fucking walked down the road. I just walked down the road to see what was up. Yeah. It a hundred yards up. It was fucking, that was the end of it. So I'm like, okay, we need to go back anyway. So I go back to the truck. I'm like, so we backed up or we had backed up into this little, like more open area of the trail. Yeah. Right. Right. While there was still a little bit of juice in the tire, but there wasn't any fucking this route, like ripped the fucking tire open. Mm. So, he was getting his jack i came back i'm like we this is we're going back like starting right here and thankfully there there just happened to be this like little like cutout in the road yeah like where we could back up and turn around otherwise if we had gone down so there's a lot more to this story that i will eventually get to but so right then there i I put you know four big rocks under all the tires because we're going downhill right 
So then he gets his jack out. We jack it. Um, I loosen the lugs. I was like yeah. fucking nervous. Like this is a fucking truck in a beach town. I'm like, right. if these lugs Ooh, don't fucking loosen, out. I'm yeah. thinking like in my truck, I got my fucking impact gun with an yeah. inverter that I can connect to the battery. I'd have these fucking cocksuckers off in 10 seconds and like gone. I take the little janky ass fucking thing. And I just one by one, I slowly popped each lug and I'm like, okay, like I didn't want to fucking strip anything either, right. any, whatever. I got everyone off. We get it jacked up. We take the tire off. We get the new, the, the spare tire down. I see the spare tire and I'm just like, oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. So we put the fucking tire on and we, back up and i stayed out of the truck and i walked along the trail in front of us and pointing out like spots that yeah. could be hairy and um we backtracked back to that road and then we basically get to this road and at this point i'm going off this maps.me app okay yeah. and this is a it's a great fucking app and you can download and like whatever country you're in, you can download that country so that if you don't have Wi-Fi, you can still use the map. Yeah. Um, so basically I'm looking at this map and I, but all it shows is like little white roads on the map. It right. doesn't say what kind of fucking road it is. Yeah. So we get back out, we take the left now and there's some power lines there. We're like, Oh, sweet. So we start driving, we start driving and so now we're like slowly going like dude no one's talking anymore yeah. like we're just all like yeah. he's like yo fucking aaron it was two more hours i was just literally just gonna driving ask, like, like how much further so, like how far into this trip so we, this we were fucking halfway and then at this point we we're on the the east side of the fucking nature preserve yeah. national park so then we drove all the way through the fucking national park. Okay. It's like fucking shitty roads the whole time. I'm thinking like, okay, now if we pop a tire, I'm just trying to look at my map yeah. and I'm like thinking every couple feet we get, okay, that's just closer for me to run to the next, to the next nearest town yeah. to get us help, like closer, closer. So at this point, I'm just completely manifesting, dude, we're going to fucking get home. We're going to yeah. get home. Yeah. We're going to get home. 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 And we, we kept fucking driving and driving. And um, now, like, I'm, I'm looking in the map, like, you know, at one point we were like, you know, two miles from the nature preserve. Yeah. Now we get to the nature preserve. Now we're really, there's nobody fucking around. Mm -hmm. Like, now I'm looking like, okay, we're like halfway through the nature preserve. Okay, we're getting out of the nature preserve. And he's like, oh, there's a school. There's a school up there. So the roads get better. Yeah, well, we get to the fucking school and it's like the most backwoods country fucking ass school you've ever seen in your life. So we kept driving, kept driving. And then we get to a fucking dirt road intersection and there's fucking a guy and a woman and their little baby and their kid. And they're like, hey, okay, can we get in the back of the truck? And, and Wiles like, Hey, like he asked us, you know, he's like, do you yeah. mind if they get in the back of the truck? We're like, fuck no, hop, hop yeah. in, like, you the know, get there. in. Yeah. So at this point I'm like, all right, cause we're gaining karma back now. Yeah, okay. Right. Like, <laughs> and, uh, 
getting universe so kept, points here. Yeah, getting universe. So then we drive fucking, you know, whatever. And so we got all the way out back to like the main road. Mm. And that is where like we would have been for the 45, like that would have been that last yeah. 45 minute stretch. So we still had fucking two hours, oh two hours of drive left. Um, so he picked us up at like nine and we got back at like uh, around like four o'clock or something. Oh God, but dude. so anyway, but it ended up being probably, you know, the coolest part because we fucking got back. Then we all stopped. We, we stopped. I bought him two new fucking tires. We stopped at a roadside stand. He's like, I'm going to get a tire fix. I'm like, why? I'm buying you another tire too. I'm like, I was, I was going to give you a tip, but like, this will be your fucking tip. Yeah. So I got him a new tire for his spare. And then we got the blown out one fixed. Then we drove, we asked the guys at the tire shop. Uh, the guy was from New York, drove to Connecticut. He, he, he was a trucker from, from El Salvador, worked in the States yeah. for seven years and then came back and opened his, his shop or whatever. But so he spoke really good English, but then he told us where the best local food stand was. Yeah. And we went and got some running chicken soup. Okay. And a running chicken is a free range chicken. They're all over the place down here, just running on the side of the road. And they take the fucking chicken and they cook that whole fucking thing. And it's like in the pot, but then they also give you a grilled piece of running chicken. And it is like, it tastes like a, like tough Turkey. It was so good. Of course, what's in my fucking running chicken soup the foot the chicken foot yep. like so that was he's like you got to eat everything in, in your soup everything everything in the soup gets eaten or whatever i had this big ass piece of chicken liver and a chicken foot but uh so that was uh, that was my experience and it's just like fuck dude it goes to show you i was like saying how like oh yeah let's spend a little extra to get like private rides rather than be like on these like buses jam packed. And I guess uh, with the private ride, you get the private experience. So I fucking changed the tire in the middle of the jungle um, on my, on my trip. It's so fucking cheers. Cheers to that, buddy, man. I had anxiety just listening to that story because I think like, Um, yes. Oh, no, I just wanted to say one last thing before I forgot, because I said there's more to this story. And I want I wanted to say that everything happens for a reason. Sure. We popped that tire right there, because if we had gone down a little bit farther, we wouldn't have been able to turn around and we right. wouldn't have been able to back out of it. Right, right, right. So, yeah, yeah we can... lost the tire and like, but fuck, dude, fuck. Well, and you can look at that in hindsight and be like, you know what, as shitty as that situation was and, and you know, how nerve wracking it was, like, it actually worked out significantly better that it worked out the way that it did, as opposed to had we been, you know, X amount of yards further down the road and been completely fucked, you know? Yeah. So still nerve wracking um, in the moment, though, huh? Oh, fuck, dude. It That's the thing. Like, it wasn't. Like in the grand scheme of things, I'm trying to tell myself, like, this is their lives. Right. Like, we, I, I was trying to explain why, like, once we got, so we had a bunch of, be- like, we had three beers. Like, we needed, we all needed beers sure. at that running chicken fucking stop. So yep. we still had, like, you know, 
two hours of a ride ahead of us, but we, we, we drank, we were like slugging some beers, dude. And, uh, we were just talking. I'm like, Wyo, I want to tell you this thing. I'm like, it's called triple A. A A A. He's like, triple A. I'm like, yeah, basically if you pay $10 a month anywhere in the United States, pretty much, if you got cell service and you can get in touch with these people, they'll fucking come and bring you a tire, bring you oh, gas, your car, bring you a battery, your bring you gas, like anything. He's like, mm, not here. Not, I'm like, yeah, no shit. But like, so that's like the perspective. It's like, you, dude, ha- have you ever seen the fucking video of the guys in like Africa that have a semi truck? Mm. There's a, there's a picture of this guy that like the meme is you think you've had a shitty day. Try, try taking apart your entire tractor trailer in the desert and reassembling it yeah that's a shitty a shitty day or something right. it's like so it's like these people like i don't mean these people but like people that are are anywhere in the country that don't have access to to the like the i guess just the sh- the consumerism like the other thing i'm thinking is like there's a fucking auto zone a fucking advanced auto parts a car quest in a napa all right next to each other, all in like every fucking town. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, in, in the United States, right. it's like down here, it's like he either people need to get a, they go online, they can go to the dealership. He said he needed a compressor for, for his um, air conditioner. Yeah. The dealership wanted 600 bucks, the Nissan okay. dealership in San Salvador. Yeah. He found one for 150 bucks on eBay. And then had it shipped here for a hundred bucks and it came in a shipping container. Yeah. So that was probably not the smoothest control. Uh, like, yeah. so it's just like, there's no, there's no local store. You can go get your fucking car. Like, Oh yeah, you need a new battery. It's like, I don't even know what you do. And I don't even know how I just rambled on right now, but I guess it's just like perspective is un perspective is, is unbelievable. Like, so um yeah there's that um what a story ben and yeah again like you know obviously you've been you've been surfing and all that stuff so you're you're like the perspective nature of your trip has changed a little bit and then the universe said hey buddy you're not like gonna just enjoy yourself completely here like we're gonna put things into perspective for you a little bit and what it's like driving in a third world country i mean and thank god it wasn't the middle of the night either you know you imagine if you were fucking driving there middle of the night pitch black and that happens i mean you know no that's that's anxiety inducing but um yeah and that that the other thing he said like before we had gotten to the punta mango he's like sometimes he does he does airport trips where he goes and picks people up and they have to go to punta mango so he's got to bring them there and he's like he's like i'm getting there at like three in the morning sometimes mm-hmm. and then but then i but the thing is is then they drive back and right. then up like that's probably what we we probably shouldn't have never have done on that road to begin with but uh so it's like we we drove to the punta mango but then continued you know east through the fucking jungle yeah like it was much different but um so what a story ben because i get such anxiety driving in other in other countries um 
I've driven in, uh, let's see, Sweden, Italy, France, Monaco, uh, Mexico, Canada. I, I guess that's it, America, obviously. And so like when, when I was in Sweden, I was 19 years old. I'd had my license for about a year and a half at that point. And the first thing that we were doing when I was there was going to um, the, the, my Swedish foreign exchange student girlfriend's uh, family had a house down in Southern Sweden that was like a summer house. And so we had a group of, I don't know, like eight or nine people going down there, myself included her, a bunch of her friends and uh, actually another American kid. And none of them drive because they lived like in the, the uh, suburbs of Stockholm. They can take public yeah, transportation. Stockholm syndrome. Exactly. Nice one. <laughs> um, so none of them drove. None of them had licenses. It was a couple that did, but we were taking two cars. So it was two dudes that were switching off driving this like 1990 something Jeep Grand Cherokee with half the people. And then I was driving a 1965 Ford Escort with four Swedish girls in the car, none of whom drive. And for the most of the, it's a, it was a six hour trip from Stockholm down to Erlon. And that sounds like it could have been like pinnacle of your life right there. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty cool. 19 year old, <laughs> pretty cool. 19 year old driving a 1965 Ford Escort six hours South in Sweden with four Swedish girls in the car. Like, eh. It's all been downhill from there, buddy. <laughs> so, but this fucking car, I forget who I forget whose car. It was either one of the girls' parents' cars or she was getting her license and it was gonna be her car. Ben, this thing had a choke like a lawnmower. It was a four-speed to start it. You had to push, you had to pull the choke out, start it, and as the car like started to get warmed up, you could like slowly push the choke back in. And then like that was how it drove and on top of all that like stockholm is a pretty like like decently big populated city. city it's a big city but so stockholm ha and i this could be wrong so nobody fact check me on this but i think stockholm has the second largest traffic circle in europe and we had to drive through it and it's like it's like six or eight lanes wide and I had to go through it in this 1965 Ford Escort that literally could not go over 50 miles an hour. Like the thing just, it, it had a lawnmower engine in it. It couldn't fucking go, you know, more than 50 miles an hour. Not to mention being an American who's only had their license for 18 months. Like, I don't even know how to fucking drive around a traffic circle, let alone one that's six lanes wide. Uh, and I vividly remember these girls are like trying to give me directions and I, I think I wrapped around the thing like four times before I finally was able to like get out of it, like at the right exit and shit. Like a but, fucking corn, a corn maze. But anyways, this, this is the more the point of this story and how it relates to what you're talking about is so like we're driving south to Erlon and like it's getting dark out and it's September. It's September. So it's getting dark early because, you know, obviously we're pretty far up north. And on top of that, we're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's just all trees. It's all Alpine. It's all, it's just pine trees for as far as the eye can see. No street lights. It's just pitch black, you know, on these like rural highways through from, you know, central to Southern Sweden. The kids that we were driving with, you know, in the other car, 
uh, I lost them at some point. And so, cause my fucking Ford Escort couldn't keep up with them. So I ended up losing them at some point and the car I'm driving, the headlights are terrible. So I can barely see all four girls are like asleep. I have no fucking clue where I am. I probably drove like that for about 40 minutes, just freaking out internally. Like, dude, I'm so far. I have no idea where the fuck we are. Like, this is so fucked. Like I'm in a fucking country. I don't speak the language. I don't even really know. Is there gas up here? Right, Dude is a fucking. And so I ended up waking one of them up. She called the other car and turns out they weren't that far ahead of us and they slowed down and it all worked out. But like that, like feeling of being in a place where you don't know how anything works or the language or anything. And I, I was in a developed country where people speak English. Like, so, you know, at the end of the day, the situation wouldn't have been that bad. So, you know, I, I totally feel you, buddy. And it's, a uh, it's something, but at the end of the day, you look yeah, back it's, on it's it. Not, and right, story, totally. right. That's like, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Um, it's a fucking story. And uh, I, I like joke. I'm like, cause I mean, dude, we, at that point, like, I mean, he gave us, he gave us his kayak. Like w- w- we got surfboards from him. Like he's like our boy now, you know? And yeah. like, he, like he was, it was just like, and it, it was an adventure. That's all it was. It was an adventure. And, uh, but anyway, we are saying, so as we are at the tire station, I'm like, shit, while like I'm, we're going to need a ride to the airport. So I'm, I'm getting you these tires just as a fucking safety measure for myself. It's an, it's so an that, investment dude, in my own life I'm, at this point. <laughs> um, and uh so yeah it was it, it it was fucking it was unbelievable man like literally like unbelievable and then sure as shit it's like there's the power of like like i, I look back at toby i'm like fuck i can i can legitimately manifest anything like so i'm sure. like i just gotta manifest good things because it seems like <laughs> fuck but uh and then i i guess i didn't I do have to manifest good things because I woke up to just an absolutely um, fun wake up today. Um, anybody that invests in cryptocurrency oh, yeah, had, a, had, a, had a brutal, had a great morning. So, I mean, have you been, um, have you been able to, I mean, obviously you've been able to check here and there. I have but... full wi- no, no. I, I mean, I got, for the most part, I've had Wi-Fi everywhere, but uh, yeah, man. What a uh, what a day! It's coming back, you know. Shit. I mean, but then you know, we've said it a million times. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, you know, in the grand scheme right. of things, it's been such a good year for cryptocurrency overall that if it pulls back before the end of the year, you know, it is what it is. I, you know, I set a goal for myself at the beginning of the year to double my net worth again, which I'm very much on pace for. Um, and I just realized last night after doing a little bit of math that I can count my wine collection as net worth because they are appreciating assets as they've all gained value over the years. So, you know, my net worth is great. I've, I've quadrupled it in two years, but at the end of the day, like, you know, getting all worked up at the end of the year as this stuff pulls back and, you know, who cares? It just, it doesn't matter. We're not in it for the short term. If you're in it for the short term, I can imagine it'd be pretty nerve wracking, but yeah, just sitting here. Okay. That's all right. I'm bartending tonight, bartending tomorrow night. 
you know, whatever. Just gives me an opportunity to buy some more. Yeah, totally. I was only down like four or five years of the uh, average American salary. So, so yeah, things are, it could be way worse. Well, you know, it could be worse. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it could be worse, definitely. Hey, it's a good thing you're in the third world then where everything's cheap. Yep, that's what I was saying. Like, I guess I can't go home now because... <laughs> Yeah, you already got your tickets or what? Because uh, otherwise, uh, Wyo might be just driving you up to the Mexican border. Hey, uh, Wyo, can I get a job, actually? <laughs> with you? And can you, uh, like, liquidate all this uh, cryptocurrency for me, too, while you're at it? Um, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's as good a place as any to end it. And it's uh, it is Saturday morning, and God, I got a lot of shit to do. I've just been Yeah, what's there. on your agenda? Uh, after we're done with this, I'm going to go to the gym. I got to go grocery shopping. I got to get Sasha outside today for a while because then I'm bartending tonight. It's fucking the New Haven prior to COVID every year would do uh, like a citywide bar crawl prohibition era theme for the repeal of prohibition, which the technical repeal of prohibition was is December 5th, 1930. So when this airs, it'll be the, the, uh, What's that 88th anniversary of the repeal of prohibition? So that's tonight. So I have to bartend tonight. And so that's from 6:30 to 10. No, 4:30 to 10. And then we have um we call them vomit parties. They're like Yale societies or sororities, fraternities, whatever organizations. They rent out the bar from usually for two hours and we call them vomit parties because they're just as the name entails like these kids they come and drink for free so they just get absolutely obliterated it is it is some of the great great people what watching. is it what does it cost to rent the place out for to uh, drink for free probably five grand something like that but you know these kids you know it's the fucking cost yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't care and like on top of that, like they don't even have full access to the bar. Like we we pre-batch like usually three cocktails for them. They can get stuff from the bar if they want, but they have to pay for it. So like the, the cocktails are free. And then like, you know, we'll usually put out some appetizers and shit that they can eat or whatever. And it is some of the great people watching of all time, though, because most of them are like 21, 22 years old and like don't go out or don't go to bars and shit like that. So like to see them interact with each other in like a social like bar setting is it is primo, primo uh, people watching. They're, they're too, they're too busy like writing code for like yeah, uh, exactly. Meta or some something. of them bring their like their laptops and write code at the bar while there's a fucking party going on around them. Um, well, that's that's I mean shit, I do that stuff all the time, right? Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, for big for, coder for us bartending, it's great. I literally, it's just we pre-batch three drinks. They're all poured out. It's, you know, Hey, can I have this? Yep. Here you go. I just sit there for two hours, get paid a couple hundred bucks and just sit there for two hours and everything's already broken down. So then we just have to clean the place up after they leave and we're good. And so I have another one of those tomorrow night, uh, from nine to 11, which kind of sucks. It's a Sunday night, but whatever. And, uh, tomorrow morning I'm going to go help my grandmother. She, uh, she's such a sweetheart. She goes and puts, uh, big flower arrangements on a bunch of people's graves that she's was friends with that have passed away uh, every year for the holidays. And so last year was the first year I helped her do it uh, or maybe two years ago. 
Uh, so she texted me, I'm going to go up there tomorrow and give her a hand because the, the flowers have gotten too heavy. She can't do it on her own anymore. So I'll go give her a hand doing that. And, uh, and then that's about it, buddy. And then, uh, like I said, Ashlyn's coming home Thursday, her and some of her friends and my mom are coming down Thursday night for dinner. And so it's, uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up, man. What's up with you? What's on your agenda today? You're going to go hit the evening sesh too, or what? Yeah, man. I, I would like to. I really enjoy uh, surfing, um, especially sweet on good waves. So maybe, but uh, it's, it's fucking gorgeous here. So definitely just going to go hit the beach and uh, chill. Good. Go do that. All right. Episode 92 of the Sunday conversation podcast presented by loyalty liquors. Check us out on uh, Instagram at Sunday Conversation. Uh, whilst there, the link to our bio leads to our Patreon page. Check that out too, if you'd like. Um, Benny, great chat, buddy. Love you. Love you, bro.